SAFM, leading the conversation. Welcome back. It's 19 minutes past nine on the talking point on SAFM. So the price of petrol is expected to increase uh, sharply from midnight by 146 a litre, pushing the price of a litre of petrol to nearly 22 rand. This is according to information released by the Central Energy Fund. This steep hike is as a result of a number of factors, and there are fears that the price of petrol could actually jump to 25 rand in the next few months. For more on this, we're joined by Professor Bonke Dumisa, who's an independent economic analyst. Good morning, Prof. How do we even get to almost 22 rand for the price of petrol? Good morning, uh, KG and your listeners. Before I respond to your question, I'm saying I am honored to be interviewed by the lady who's very good at music. Now let's talk about, uh, let's talk about, about the petrol price. The the manner in which we calculate, or in fact, the Central Energy Fund calculates the petrol price adjustment or the fuel price adjustment in South Africa is on a daily basis. The, there is that volatility of the rand, and we buy our international crude oil in U.S. dollars. So when you buy the Petrol, the fuel, international crude oil in US dollars. It means if the rand gets weaker, then you'll pay more for the for that for that international brand crude oil. And if the rand strengthens, well, fortunately, the you may pay less. So what has been happening over the past few months, in fact, the past two months, the the rand has not really strengthened that much. In fact, it did weaken to a certain extent. Mm. And then the crude oil prices have significantly increased. The average Brent crude oil price per barrel in January was around 80 US dollars per barrel. And then in February, it increased to an average of around 95 US dollars per barrel. And because of these tensions between Ukraine and Russia, in the past seven days, the crude oil price skyrocketed to over 105 US dollars per barrel. Those are the reasons why we had the increase in the fuel prices in March. Mm-hmm. And and we we had them in 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 in, in February. It, it has nothing to do with the South African government. It has everything to do with the global economy. Yeah, but but having hearing you say that, it's quite interesting to me that, uh, for example, uh, the Automobile Association of South Africa is saying there has to be a relook or a reconsideration in terms of how fuel is priced in our country. How is fuel uh, uh, priced, and what are the sort of considerations in general uh, that you know that our country takes into consideration uh, for fuel pricing? The the relook that the AA is hinting at has already been attended to in a, in a small way. You remember last week when the Minister of Finance, Mr. Inok Kodongwana, presented his 
his budget speech, mm. he said that the general fuel levy was not going to be increased. That was the first of its own of its kind ever since I started doing serious economic analysis. Mm. It, it, the reason why he did that that thing, he already know because I'm telling people that we are likely to see another petrol price increase in April. Mm. Every year in April, we normally have this general fuel increase plus then an ordinary increase. And then that affects the South African consumers. And we cannot keep on doing that thing because the South African consumers are really struggling. Mm. You must remember that the majority of South African consumers are not so highly paid. In fact, no, most of them are not even in the income brackets where they pay income tax. So any time the petrol price increases, it has its own negative multiplier effect on everything else. Because almost everything we eat or use in South Africa is transported by road. So when you increase the diesel price by one one rand forty eight per liter, it means then that the people who own those trucks and who deliver those things will have to push over that 148 to us as end users. And that pushes up the food inflation. Yeah. The food inflation in South Africa now is estimated at about 9%. And yet many people did not even get solar increases. In fact, yeah. many people are unemployed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you, you say you always predict uh, on a yearly basis price increases, Prof, uh, of uh, petrol around uh, the month of April. Is that uh, the 25 rand projection that everybody's talking about? Uh, if not, how then are, are, are people uh, anticipating an increase that could go up to 25 rand in the course of the year? Okay, let, let, let us put it this way. The, those are just predictions. Mm-hmm. They are not saying that is exactly what is going to happen. I can tell you, with that 25 francs, they have already factored in what is happening in in Russia and Ukraine, mm-hmm. and which which may actually rule them offside. Because this morning, the for the first time in in more than four days, the the international Brent crude oil price came below 100 US dollars per barrel. It came up at about 98 US dollars. So, which indicates then that the tensions in between Russia and Ukraine are actually stabilizing. And maybe, who knows, within the next two weeks, we may be back to normality. So, the prices may stabilize, which may actually save us from another petrol price increase that I was predicting yeah. for, for April. So this is not just like everyone is becoming the Sangoma and <laughs> it, it is simply guessing these things. You do you, you 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 do your focus and you say if ever this is how the price has been increasing, and when you look at the current crude oil prices, then this is the way which may happen. So as it is now, today on the first of March, 2022, I cannot predict that. We can. We will still have another petrol price increase in April, 
and let us hope I am right. Mm-hmm. Let us hope so. So what happens if hostilities don't cease uh, in terms of the impact on uh, petrol pricing for our country? If hostilities don't cease in the time we hope they do between uh, Ukraine and Russia, what then uh, you know, does it mean for uh, the price of, pre- of, 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 uh, of uh, crude oil and, and all of those uh, considerations for the, for the petrol price? If the hostilities don't cease, unfortunately, and the global markets are still worried, then that there there will be more fighting between, or in fact, not fighting, but more bombarding on Ukraine by by Russia, then the the price may go up, up and up, and the and interestingly enough, KG, as the price goes up, mm. the three countries who are busy fighting about this thing: Russia, Ukraine and the United States. They are the major beneficiaries of that because mm. they also sell crude oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but, but what, what the question you are asking is what will happen if everything continues getting bad? Yeah. It means we, we may see the price going up above up, up, up 105 US dollars per barrel, which will mean we will have another petrol price increase in South Africa, which will push up our inflation rate in South Africa. And if our inflation rate is pushed up, that will trigger another repo rate increase from the current 4, 4% we, we have. So there are many of these negative multiplier effects. And that's why I'm saying let us just hope the best for the best and have more cool heads in this world rather than people who are just thinking about was and was and was. Yeah, and uh, I think you, you just said it, but I, I don't know if I, I got the gist of the impact on uh, inflation in the long term, at least in the year 2022. The, these, these two successive petrol price increases Will definitely have an effect on 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 the in, on the inflation rate in South Africa, mm. which currently sits at about 5.7 percent. You must remember that it it has moved from 5.9 to 5.7. Mm. So if ever we have more of the, of of these increases in the petrol prices, as I said, they have negative effects on on almost everything. If the if the increases then push the inflation rate above the South African Reserve Bank's target inflation rate range of 3 to 6%, then the Monetary Policy Committee, the MPC, will be forced to hike the repo Interest, rate. Yeah. And the repo rate increases the cost of living for everyone in South Africa and actually discourages the potential investors from investing in business. Yeah, and then that increases unemployment rates in the country. Yeah, uh, there's a voice note uh, uh, from one of our listeners who wants to ask you a question, Prof. Let's hear what they have to say. Hi, good morning. Could you please ask the gentleman of the twenty someone ran a liter? What slice goes to the government? How much is taken off by the government on taxes and levies? Please, thank you. Bye. So uh, we'll allow you to respond after the news headlines. Uh, we're talking to Professor Bonke Dumisa, who's an independent economic analyst, and we're talking about uh, the sharp petrol price hike that is happening tonight uh, at midnight. 9.31, Nomsam Luli with the news headlines. 
Welcome back at uh, 9.32. We've been in conversation with Professor Bonke Dumisa, in case you just joined us. He is an independent economic analyst. And the reason we're talking to the prof is because the price of petrol is expected to rise sharply from uh, midnight tonight by 1.46 a litre, pushing the price of a litre of petrol to nearly 22 rand. And uh, one of our listeners just asked uh, the prof, how much of that slice of 22 rand or almost 22 rand goes to the government, Prof? Currently, just over six rands from the 20 rands to 22 rands a litre that you are paying at the Bowser goes to the government in the term, in, 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 in terms of the general fuel levy, which in, also includes the road accident fund. It was for that reason that the Minister of Finance specifically mentioned those that there will not be any increases to that. Because those those are the two categories which have been affecting South Africans a lot. And KG, let's talk about briefly, I know that I don't have so much time, about the road accident fund. The problem with the road accident fund is the government has tried to actually deal with the road accident fund thing to say there must be certain things which can be done to limit the claims against against road accident fund. Mm. Unfortunately, people of my profession, because I'm I'm also a practicing advocate of the high court, Mm. people of my profession repeatedly took the government to to court and won Mm. to say, well, the the government must not interfere because if if ever they, they don't allow they have to be too involved on the road accident fund, then that is going to inconvenience or it's going to be to be very to the disadvantage of the consumers, which I doubt. Yeah. And that is where the problem is. You know about so many people who fake injuries uh, with the road accident fund. Mm. We've heard about lawyers being struck off the roll because they pretended to be to, to be representing non-existent consumers. So something must be done about the road accident fund. Unfortunately, when it comes to the general fuel levy, I cannot really push for it to to be done away with because mm. it is used to deal with our with our roads. I mean, when you drive on the R21 in Houting between the OR Tambo and and Swan and Pretoria, it's such a beautiful thing. And yet, before 2010. It was just two lanes on, on each side, and you're struggling to reach your de- destination. So there must be someone to pay for those roads. Yeah. Especially uh, because of the it all, it all debate. Yeah, uh, there must be someone to pay for them. We've got uh, one more voice note for you, Prof. Hi, I'd like to just ask one question. Though. How come when the barrel came down to 30 rand odd, a barrel. Why didn't our prices drop by nearly half then? Uh, it was thirty dollars a barrel, thirty-five dollars a barrel, whatever. And but our prices didn't change. How come they didn't come right down? That's a question I like to put forward. Thank you, Tony from Durban. Yes, did you hear Tony from Durban, Prof? I, I heard him very well, and on my Facebook page, people ask me that question all the all the time. Mm. Yes, the question the question he's asking is a very valid one. The time is referring to when the the price of 
international Brent crude oil price went all the way down to around, around 30 US dollars per, per barrel. It was at the height of the COVID mm, thing. Mm. And many of us were not driving anywhere. But he can he, he can accept one thing. The the, the prices of, of petrol did not increase significantly during that period. But of course they would not go down they would not really go down by thirty runs per, per liter. Yeah. So unfortunately <clears throat> it's easier to hike up the the prices, but it's very difficult to justify cutting down your prices because the moment that you have more money then your overheads go up and then you have other commitments and which you cannot really easily pull away yourself for one once things get bad. But I do hear what she's saying and it's a very interesting debate which we have all the time. Yeah. Lastly, before I let you go, Prof, uh, you know, there were some who had said, uh, you know, the rent-dollar exchange is showing some sort of positive movement and expected uh, that to trickle down to, uh, you know, issues of uh, fuel pricing. Why not? Why didn't it? As I say, the, the foreign exchange volatility is influenced by global Sentiments, not necessarily the, the exchange economic issues. So what happens then, once it is said that there may be a war between Russia and Ukraine, and then the global markets say this is going to be bad, the first thing which happens is the, the economy, what we call the emerging market currencies, the EMCs and South African currencies is categorized under that, they easily take the beating and the U.S. dollar would somehow strengthen because people say they can believe more on that one. But one thing positive I can say, at least out of all these things for South Africans is because of all this tension, the price of gold has increased significantly to over 1,900 ounce. The good thing for South Africa then is we will have more foreign currency flowing to South Africa, which will boost our volatile rand. So one man's meat is another man's. Hi, Prof. There's one thing at least positive out of this. Yeah, hi, Prof. I don't have gold. So either way, it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much for making the time to talk to us this morning. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, Professor Bonke Dumisa, who's an independent economic analyst. And uh, yeah, uh, it looks like you should stay home more. You know, (laughs) you should be staying home a lot more uh, than what uh, you currently are doing. Because if it's almost at 22 rand and there's projections 